Today on The Breakdown, 100, 200, 400, 200 big blind ante. That's the game we're playing. But wait, there's more. There's an $800 straddle on this baby, too. That's right. It's a cash game hand. And lots of people are going to see this flop. Lots of people are going to see this turn. Somebody's going to make the nuts. Someone else is going to have a strong hand. How do you manage when you have a very strong hand? When do you raise? How do you get maximum value? Or conversely, how do you avoid getting coolered? And is it possible sometimes to get away from hands when you've got a big hand, but not the biggest hand? Is it possible? What's the best way to do it? How should you think about it? We're not only going to delve into those topics. We're going to get very intellectual here on The Breakdown. Grand Dennis Jonathan Levy. <laughs> going to get very intellectual. Very intellectual. You've been telling me you got some weird thing up your sleeve for this podcast, and I don't know what it is. And I'm a little bit afraid that I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't be like that. Okay. It won't be. That's going to be fine. That weird thing is going to be fine. Um, we're not going to start with the weird thing, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare. But recently on a podcast, you asked me what I preferred, Starburst or Skittles. Yeah, there's been a... Well, recently enough... In our world, but although when this comes out, it'll have been a, a little while. Yes. There's been some discussion on Discord about there this. There has. So I just wanted to update the listeners who haven't been checking in on Discord or don't remember. I would say, and tell me if you agree, that I said Skittles were the clear and obvious winner, I believe. I don't think you, I asked you that question. I think oh. it was just, what's the best non-chocolate candy? And my answer was Starburst and your answer was Skittles. My answer would never be Skittles in a million years. So it definitely, really? no, you asked okay. me which one I like better. And I said Skittles because Starburst are too chewy. And mm-hmm. Skittles has the hard candy shell. Um, here's a few responses to some of that. SNEX, who's a frequent contributor on Discord, says, problem with Starburst is those fucking yellows. If you take the yellows out, then Starburst is better than Skittles. Basically saying Skittles is clearly better than Starburst, though, because of the yellows. I disagree. That's whoa, a, whoa. SNEX is making a bad point. Okay. Specifically, specifically because Starburst are individually wrapped, and yes. there's no need to eat the yellows if you don't want to. If you're afraid that you're paying for the yellows and not eating them, then maybe get out of the game, man. <laughs> You're, you don't have enough money for the candy game. <laughs> you don't have the bankroll. Like, yeah. what are you doing, right? Um, interesting points. Um, I would disagree with that and say, like, you know, if there's part of a, if there's a package of candy and 20% of it is stuff you don't like, that's on the candy. That's not on you. That makes a different candy that has 100% of stuff you like better than that candy. That seems straightforward to me. The Skittles, do they actually have flavors, or are they all the same flavor, or are they just different colors? I think, no, they do have different flavors, for sure. You're testing the rainbow, buddy. Come I on. That doesn't... No, 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 they just, de- no, they definitely do. They definitely do. I'm, I'm looking it up. Uh, guaranteed, I'm right about wow. that. Wow. So I you'd, can, you'd give I, me, like, 95 to I 1. I give you 1 billion to 1. You bet a dollar, I got a billion dollars. Wow, you have a billion dollars? A billion dollars. Anyway, moving on. Um, so he says that... Uh, Boink says, I've never had starbursts. But there's a law that says the green ones are always the best, regardless of what sweets we're talking about. And I felt that needed to be addressed because that's crazy. Green is the best color of a candy when there's several colors of a candy. I don't think that's ever been true in history of any candy. Certainly not Starburst, not that they have green ones anyway. But uh, isn't, the, isn't the correct answer always red? 
To me, it's always red. Red is usually my favorite. That's the best. I'm a little distracted. I'm sorry. I'm reading a, an article from the Today Show's website about if Skittles are the same <laughs> flavor. <laughs> They're not, right? They definitely have different flavors. I can, I can picture eating them. I can pr- remember tasting them. Three for three, one of our solvers, Danny Sprung, says, here's a hot take. Starburst and Skittles both suck. If you want pure, if you want ah. pure, sure, go for Jolly Ranchers. Their flavors are much better. That is also just like some weird stuff. So you, you're, you're going to be happy you didn't bet me. Really? By the way. The flavor's the same? Yeah. Um, it's just the colors John are John Katz, PhD and professor of psychology at Brandeis wow. University, who helped out NPR with their experiment on okay. this, okay. Um, says that Skittles have different fragrances and different colors, but they all taste exactly the wow. same. Wow. So I've been like, they, they write about this in the book that today, Malcolm Gladwell writes about this in The Tipping Point, saying that like, you know, as they change the color of the Sprite can, it gets lemonier or limer yeah. to, the, uh, to the drinker. And I guess I fell for that. Like, I see the red and I taste the red. That is amazing to me. Thank God I didn't bet I would be in debt to you for my whole life. I really dodged that bullet, huh? I Ooh. think I think I put my hand out to I shake think, and I everything. I think you guys all heard that we bet. Well, I put my hand out to shake. You did not shake. You just said you're lucky you didn't bet. Yeah, like, I know. Like a I, ago. I know. So you're, you've been proven to be a liar once But again. how could you be right about anything now when you were so sure that Skittles were different flavors and a PhD of psychology... At Brandeis University. Wait a second. It's psychology, though. It's not a PhD of, like, food. That's weird. Anyway, Chris Jones says, Chris Jones, podcaster in his own right, says, when it comes to fruit-flavored candy, Starburst are the worst. Fuck you, Chris Jones. I think we would say Starburst are the worst. Am I right, Chris? There's a reason why Norman Chad just tries to get rid of them as luck charms every WSOP. And he, he mentioned several fruit-flavored candies, and Skittles is third from the bottom, but, of course, the bottom is Starburst. I'm not going to keep reading these. These go on forever. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was the first thing. I just wanted to touch on that because, you know, people care. Here's the other thing I wanted to do. You ready for this? So this is a, this is a big reveal? It's not really a reveal. I am it's, so excited. I am reveal. so crazy excited. I just did a little bit of research for this. Okay. okay whatever so um, you're so good at the Hended Mob game that we play. I think it, it could just be a sample size thing. I could just no. be getting lucky. No, no, no. You're, it's not fair to say it. You are definitely not getting lucky. You are anyone who's a true listener, and all the people I named are, are hardcore listeners, all the diehards out there. You all know anytime I ask Grant to do, a, I give a name and he does his Hendon Mob guess, Grant is weirdly close to those numbers, sometimes crazy close. You're almost never very far off. I would do way worse than you. So I decided to see if you're good at anything else along these lines. If I'm good at anything else. Yeah, well, well anything, we know I'll, I'm bad at Twitter followers. We did that right, once. Right, we did that once. So we're going to try something else that's somewhere in between. Okay. That. Closer to Twitter followers, really, though, than, than what I'm saying. So I looked up some uh, views on YouTube for certain videos. Oh, God, I'm not going to be good at things this. things like that. Well, let's find out. Okay. So there's a few different ways we could do this, but let's just start with... Uh, I'm going to give you a few... Popular, well, I don't know how popular really, but but somewhat at least somewhat popular songs that have videos, and you're, you're going to see like how many views do you think that has? Okay, right? and maybe I can give you some context. Oh, first of all, what's the most popular video in the history of YouTube? Do you know that? The most popular video in the history of YouTube yep. is it Gangnam Style? It is no, it, it hasn't been for a long time. It was at one point, um, but no, it's, Gangnam Style is like number twenty now or something. Believe it or not. Is it Adele? Something Adele did? It is not. No, it's actually uh, not a like pop song. It's not. It's one of the in the top twenty. There's a few things that are not pop songs. Here's a hint: everything that isn't a pop song is kid based. Oh, is it Charlie bit my finger? No, no, that's no. It's got to be something that kids want to like play over and over again. Oh, oh, so it's a Minecraft thing. 
No, you're pretty far away from this, but that's okay. This isn't this isn't the thing. It's Baby Shark. Oh, Baby Shark. Baby Shark with over 10 billion views. Wow. Has number two, which is a pop song. I'll give this one away. It's Despacito. Um, has over two and a half, almost two and a half billion more views than Despacito. Wow. <laughs> that's how popular it is. Well, okay. and also because kids watch over and over and over and over. Of course, but still, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Okay, so let me just let's just do a few songs. Let's see how you do on on YouTube. Okay, okay. So now you have a sense of like what the absolute tippy top is. Yeah, seven and a half billion for a song. Right, that's the most that's ever been. Okay, so "Drops of Jupiter" by Train. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pick that song? It's so bad. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? "Drops of Jupiter" by Train. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. I pick songs I want to sing. Hey, hey, hey. I'm gonna go three point eight million. 3.8 million. No, uh, you're pretty far off on that okay. one, actually. It's 250 million views. Okay. 3.8 million. Well, I guess you're getting your feet wet. You're getting your yeah, feet wet. Yeah. Right. And also, Train... <laughs> train was... That was a very popular song. It was, but not when YouTube was already out. Um, well, 250 million. Okay. That's what I can tell you. Five for Fighting with the song Superman. You know, Are you picking I'm all songs from like 1997 or something? Uh, songs that I you know, liked when I was younger. I'm more than a player. <laughs> yeah, I know that song. <laughs> that song. That's a good song. Uh, how many views does Five for Fighting song Superman have? 85 million. There you go. Now you're getting somewhere. 81 million. Look at that. That's maybe, pretty good. Maybe he's got something. All right, we'll do a few more. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. It's all from this era? <laughs> it's, everything is from this um, era? No, a few of them will be not from the Kryptonite era. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Was that more or less? Would that currently be more or less popular than Drops of Jupiter, right. I guess? That's a good question. I would think more. Okay. But I could be wrong. I'm going to go... 550 million. Not bad. 354. Okay. That's not bad. You're in the right general area here. Okay. Now there's the song Let Her Go, which is a more recent song. You know, oh, yeah. You let her go. Yeah, yeah no, that's that You only see the sun when it's dark outside. Yeah. That song. Um, you know, another good you song. You only see the sun when it's dark outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You yeah. only miss the sun when it's getting low or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. How many views does Let Her Go have? I can see this going both ways mm. where, where it could be like 20 million. Yeah. But I'm going to guess... 1.2 billion. Ah, well, you're in the right general direction, but it's 3.1 billion. It's one of the top 20 most. I think it's actually a top 10. Was that song that popular? I guess it was, is the answer. You know, like, yes. <laughs> uh, turns out it was. You know, I don't know. I don't know how else to do that except to say yes. It's actually not even in the top 20, but it's not that far off. Wow. It's number 23 of all I'm time. I'm surprised that that would be so popular. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. Uh, I was really surprised, which is why it made it on this list of things I was going to check you with. Yeah, 3.1 billion views. All right. How about uh, the Jimmy Eat, song, Jimmy Eat World song, The Middle? The Middle by Jimmy Eat That's a very popular song. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. Like, I heard it, and I was like, hey, I know this song. Well, it's got to be less than 3.1 billion, I think. I will, I will tell you it is less than 3.1 billion. Okay. That's all I'm going to give you, but I'll give you that. 1.2 billion again. 84 million. <laughs> All right. We got him. We got him. I will right, we'll do like two or three more and we'll be done. Okay. okay this is fun done. though, right? Okay. Here's a uh, YouTube era song that was very popular. Somebody I used to know. Well, that's going to be really popular. I remember that was like a weird music video too. It was. They were naked. 4.5 billion. 1.8 billion. Uh, yeah. Your stomach is a little too small for your eyes there, but what are you going to do? Um, okay. MGMT Kids. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, everyone loves that song. 800 million. Uh, 149 million. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. It's weird. That's a better song than the other songs. Um, that's a really good song. All right, we'll just do a few more. 
here we're gonna, you're gonna see we're about to we're about to veer into a slightly different genre okay. in a second. Okay. Uh, but here's two more before we do that. Uh, Steal My Sunshine by Len. Great song. It's really fun. Great song. That's gonna be like twenty million. Sixty million. Good job. That counts. Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom by Fountains of Wayne, which yeah. has, by the way, Rachel Hunter looking fabulous in like a bikini the whole time. They're doing a whole sex thing with her. That's the whole point of the song. Uh, Four hundred million. One hundred fifty-three million. All right, three left. That's not the best Fountains of Wayne song, by the way. Is it all kinds of time? Yeah, that's those. That is a better song. I agree completely. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, Call me maybe. Carly Lee Jepsen. Five billion. One point four billion. Not as much as you might think. Yeah. All right. Jizz in my pants. <laughs> so that's of course Lonely, Lonely Island. Island Jizz yeah. in my pants. By even, the way, that's by far not the most popular Lonely Island one either. Oh, I'm sure it is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I uh, I just rewatched that upon doing this research, and it was really funny and great to watch again. Yeah, they do good stuff. They do. That's a really good one, though. Um, all right, I'm gonna go a hundred million on that one. Eighty-eight million. Good job. So. La- so does that mean I'm on a boat is a billion? I can look it up. But before I do that, let's do Natalie Raps, which is the Natalie Portman yeah. really great Saturday Night Live bit. I'm going to go 10 million on that one. Wow, 11 million. What the hell? How'd you get that? I don't know. That, I would have guessed that would have been wildly popular because it has Natalie Portman as a movie star doing really funny stuff, has great rewatchability uh, and all that stuff, but only 11 million. By the way, she did a second one uh, recently. On Saturday Night Live, like a yeah. sequel, which is also good. Oh, really? Also has 11 million views. Huh. And I didn't know about it until recently, and I've watched it like three well, times. Well, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. And I actually highly recommend anybody who hasn't seen Natalie Raps to oh, watch yeah. it. No, that, the first one's better than the second one, but they're both good. This first yeah. one's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. All right, I'm looking up uh, I'm on a Boat, and then And that was done. probably written by Lonely Island anyway. Oh, right? of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. Uh, there's no way she wrote that, yeah. Well, no, but it could be other SNL writers. But oh, like, yeah, you know. no, but they're all doing it. Like, it's Andy Samberg yeah. singing with her. I'm on a Boat. Has 69 million views. Really? It's less than Jizz in My Pants? Jizz in My Pants pretty good. But, um, but it, I'm on a boat. Like you, your perception is that I'm on a boat was their most popular song, right? I don't know. The three-way song I might have put as the most popular song. Really? Also. Yeah. Also, oh, no, no, no. Dick in a Box. Dick in, oh, Dick in a Box. Then I'm on a boat. Then Mother Lover. Okay, so then I'm the looking. Three-way song. I'm looking just at a few, and I can tell you one that's got three-way beat and all these other ones we've mentioned beat so far. I haven't looked up Dick in a Box yet. Which is Jack Sparrow with Michael Bolton. Oh, really? Okay. 222 million views. That's a pretty good one. That is a good one. But let's look up Dick in a Box, because I think that's going to be the all-time winner. Doesn't that just have to be? For Lonely Island songs, you think? Yeah. Maybe, oh, there's that count. Oh, Justin Timberlake's in it, too. He's in Mother Lover also. Oh, he is. Mother Lover has 130 million views. That's pretty good. Lonely, Lonely Island. Uh, let's see if we can get the most popular. You know, this is hard to do. Popular uploads. Jizz in My Pants, 174 million. Yeah, you Did we already say that? that. Oh, Mother Level, 130. Yeah, I'm not even seeing uh, Dick in a Box. That, well, it's not. Maybe is, is uh, that not technically Lonely Island? Maybe it isn't. All right, let's not do any more. Of this. All right, yeah, we're done. It's too much. It's too much. But Lonely Island stuff, also really fun, worth watching. And if you haven't if, ever checked If you it haven't out. ever just dove into Lonely Island yeah. music videos, you should. It's fun. Strong agree. Okay, yeah. that was all the stuff I wanted to do. Okay, that's enough. I thought it'd be fun. The podcast can be over now. Great. Oh, wait, no, we said we were going to do that hand with the money. Oh. The money the hand. The poker hand? Yeah, remember there was, I was saying like 100, 200, 400, this $800. Is, this is one where I really need to remember to timestamp where the analysis starts. <laughs> no, can, a lot of people don't want to hear like 10 <laughs> minutes of, of guessing how many views YouTube videos have. It's 15 and a half minutes. That's, uh, no, that's, I mean, oh, you're going to look it up. I'll figure All out right, it. fine. Well, let's get to it anyway. Okay. There we go. It's going to be about 15 and a half minutes. All right, this was suggested by Ruthino on Discord. Okay. 
Good job. This great job. Great, great place to suggest Discord. There's a link in the description. We have a lot of fun there. You've heard about it. If you want to debate Starburst, Skittles, or poker, that's the place to be. It's all there for you people. It is. All right. So, yeah, this game is a pretty wacky big cash game. $100, $200, $400 with a $200 big blind ante, which I believe is going to be paid by the third blind. It's got to be played by the third blind. It's so weird to go... It doesn't make any sense but, to do it but any other way. They technically call the two hundred the big blind, and they so, do. And it's a big blind ante. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter, yeah. right? Because that's dead money anyway. It's not. It's not an actual blind. So someone pays it. It. It shouldn't. It shouldn't affect things. It may, but it shouldn't. And that's not enough. So we're straddling to eight hundred. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something that I am sure of. There right. are some preflop mistakes made in this hand. Fabulous. One in particular. Is just like what just. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Happened, and yeah. I saw the hand once a while ago, but I still, I still kind of remember it, and I remember thinking the same thing. We'll see if we agree. I'd be surprised if we don't. All right, so we're gonna play this hand out. Let's go, Tiger. I can't believe Tiger Hustler, Woods. I can't believe Hustler Casino got Tiger Woods. I mean, to play they get on. all the big names now. Yeah, Phil Ivy, Adam Twenty Two. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah. right? Well, Tiger is not Tiger Woods, unfortunately. Huh. That would be good for poker if he started playing. I mean, it'd be pretty good for poker. I guess it'd be good for poker. Yeah, of course it'd be good. It wouldn't be as big a deal, though. Like, we're, it wouldn't change anything, really, right? Just no. get a few more people playing. What if you won the main event? That would be a really big deal. Yeah, <laughs> if Tiger Woods won the main event. I think if you finish in the top three in the main event, it would be a really big deal. Yeah. Everyone would watch that final table, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. Anyway, Tiger, not Tiger Woods, has 100,000 in front of him. It's going to open King of Hearts, Jack of Diamonds to 2,400 from the hijack. Okay. There's a lot of lot of money to get through, but whatever, fine. You can. Open it's a good it. enough hand. Yeah. We can open it from the hijack. But you're right; it is a lot of money to get through. You got to get through four, five, like six players are still the act, right? I mean, yep. Uh, Michael is in the cutoff. He's got Ace Deuce of Spades. I didn't write that down, but I remember that. Okay, yeah, I remember um, that too. He's gonna call. He's gonna call. He's got 160k in front of him, so, so that's fine. fine. You should probably consider three betting though in this situation where there's so much dead money. Where there's the extra dead money. Yeah. yeah. But you are also deep enough that calling here is like reasonable. You're in position. It's a good hand. It also plays well multi-way. Yeah. Uh, Wesley is on the button, and this is not Wesley Cannon, our solver, oh. who's going to actually do the solving on this hand. Is it Wesley from The Princess Bride? Nope. Oh, okay. It's, it's Wesley. It's Wesley, not Wesley Cannon, who, by the way, will do the solver oh. work, and we will come back at the end of the podcast and take a look at that. We have not seen it yet. Okay. He's going to post that on Discord as well. Anyway, Wesley, not Wesley Cannon. I don't know if Wesley Cannon would make this decision to stay in this game at this stacked up. He's got $30,500 in front of him. Mm. So he's just like, he's got under 100 bigs. And then when they're, if they're straddling a lot, this is not enough money for this game. Agreed. Um, and he's on the button. He's, he's got Queen Jack of Spades. What do you do? I mean, I think if you're deep, it's an easy call, but he's I, not deep. We're not deep, but this is still good enough to call. Yeah, I guess so. This is just we're on the button. Come on, like but we if, have to. Play it this feels game. slightly questionable because of his stack size. Like I feel like he should definitely have topped up. Uh, yeah, uh, certainly, I agree. He should have topped up. Um, but you know, okay, here we are. This is good enough to call. It's fine. Yep, I think that's it. So that was the slightly, slightly questionable decision. Yeah, but there's, whatever. Now this is probably going to make Jonathan's head explode. Yep. So there's a player who calls himself DC Lawyer, I suppose. He's in the big blind, so he's put in two hundred. He's got Ace of Clubs, Queen of Diamonds. This is the one. He's got $20,000 in front of him. I mean, this is so straightforward. This is such an easy... Everybody gets this right. Yeah. All you do is shove here. You shove every time. He calls. There's... How much money is in this pot? 
There's a lot of money. 72 before all the dead money. That's 8,000. There's a it's $8,900 is sitting there. If we shove, we take it down a lot. When called, we're almost never in terrible shape. Yeah. Once in a while, we're called by Ace King. But we can get called by worse hands even because we're so short. And certainly by flips, which yeah. is a fine thing to do with all that dead money in there. Like, what a great deal. Like, we're happy to get called by Jack. This is another player who should have topped up if they're going to keep playing in this game. But if you're not going to top up, this, how do you not shove this hand right. in this spot? Like, if you don't top up, you don't top up so you have this play in you. Yeah. That's one of the reasons not to top up and to stay short is so you can do stuff like this. Right. I can't believe he turns this down and instead, from the, from the big blind, small Which well, is basically blind? the small blind. Okay, right. It's 100, 200, 400, so but he's in the 200. Add a position to what is already at least three players, plus the straddler who's going to call a lot now. Um like, we're going to play ace-queen-off? Yeah. What's the stack-to-pot going to be? This is horrible. And we're also inviting Garrett Edelstein, who's in the, the third blind, to yeah. call, which is not great. Nope. Not great at all. He's going to call a huge amount of the time. It's so hard for us to win post-flop. It's so easy for us to win pre-flop. And there's a lot of money to win. This is really surprising. Well, and if I'm ever in D.C. and I need a lawyer, I think I'm going to look for somebody else. Well, that is a common uh, misconception, though, I think, that if someone's bad at poker, that means they're bad at other things. There's compartmentalized intelligence. I understand. Sure. You know, I'm bad at uh, finding my car in a parking lot. You are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, no, this is true. Yeah. Um, I cannot picture 3D objects in space well at all. I super struggle with that. Um, and so that hurts me in a lot of ways, including what I just said, but also like... Word games, like we were talking about Wordle earlier, and like yeah. I struggle because I can't really picture the word in terms of letters in my head. So I well, that's like, not picturing a three D object in space. Is it, it? it is. It is for for trying to spell something and like come up with something that doesn't exist. It is. It's the same part because I'm really good um, linguistically, but mm-hmm. I'm not good at. So that's where the that's where it messes me up. Okay. Yeah, it's a different intelligence. There's, I mean, according to Howard Gardner. Harvard what else? University professor, there's eight, there's eight intelligences. So what else does it cause a problem for you where you're bad at uh, picturing 3D objects in space? Mm. What are other real-world real things um, that cause there's, problems? There's a bunch of learning-type stuff where if you're asked to imagine something and they're just talking it through and there's no, like... Like, I do much better if, I, if I'm forced to do it once um, physically. Like, that's how I learn much better. Like, I actually have to do it. Watching it, I don't do nearly as well for learning. So if you like watch somebody repair your car... Um, like I won't step I won't by step. Well. You won't, you won't remember it. Um, I won't remember it. I won't, I just won't retain it the way I could. Yeah. And it's, it's just not easy for me. So okay. there's some people that's incredibly easy for, they can just see it all. Hmm. I'm not, I'm not one of those people and it affects me and not in big ways, but in small ways. I'm also really bad at drawing. I think partially because of that, like I'm terrible at drawing. That may just be fine motor skills. Yeah. I'm not very good at drawing or handwriting myself. And yeah. I think I'm okay at 3d objects in space yeah. at least. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so there's that. But yeah. I am good at some of the other intelligences. So anyway, DC Lawyer might be great at picturing 3D objects in space, <laughs> but he's probably not too good at poker. It doesn't seem like uh, it. When he calls out of the, out of the I mean, effectively wow. small blind. This is crazy bad, though, DC Lawyer. I, I'm sure you make a lot of money. I'm sure that 20K isn't a lot to you. But come on, man, shove here every time. Let's go. It's, it's just a very clear play, yeah. Yeah. Garrett has untold amounts of money in the third blind, 320,000. He's got ace-five of diamonds, and he's like, well, I got to put the money in here. Hope the straddle doesn't squeeze. I mean, he could squeeze himself. He could, except that DC Lawyer is so short. That is true, but DC Lawyer only calling means that DC Lawyer probably has weight. The fact that DC Lawyer is this short and just calls, I would think, as Garrett, means one of two things. Either he's got a hand he's snapping with, or but probably he's got a lot of hands he's folding because he doesn't know what to do with, right? He's got like King-10 suited and stuff like that. He's just going to fold. Although he should probably call those show, those two if we put in a re-raise, honestly. Yeah. Um, so that's a reason not to do it, right? And of course, 
it, this hand plays very well at this point as a call with all these people already in and all this money already in. Yeah. He's five of diamonds. Yeah. So he makes the call. And then finally, we're in the straddle. Okay. Player named JR, not JRB, unfortunately, because that, w- that would probably produce some fun moments. Oh, sure. You know? Guaranteed. Yeah. Just JR. Got 124,000. He's got King Nine off. He's going to call. Kind of has to. He kind of has to, but you got to be super careful. You have to flop trips or better to feel good about it, really. And even when you have really good hands like two pair, even trips, straights, you got you to. Gotta, Tread carefully almost no matter what with this hand. Yeah. I mean, the, the one way it can be amazing is if you have a full house, quads, or if you have the nut flush because the ace of diamonds is on the board yeah. and you have the flush with the king of diamonds. I will say, actually, if, you make a, if, you, if it's queen, jack, ten on the board and the original razor is not interested in the hand, you're in great shape, yeah. right? Yeah. Then that's, 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 Except that's the Except for maybe news. DC Lawyer could have the nuts, but who I cares? Guess. He has no money in front of him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, he has to call, but he's going to have to really tread lightly here, much he, like Hank. In season six of Breaking Bad. Exactly. How'd that go? Don't tell anybody. Okay. Don't say a word. Already a bit of a spoiler, though. They won't remember. If they haven't seen Breaking Bad, they won't like, yeah. know what the context well, but, is. But I can't say what happens, what Hank's ultimate fate is. He's fine. Well, that's sort of a spoiler. He ends up... He ends, now people know either he's fine or he isn't. He ends up in a bubble in a different show where he's stuck there and he can't that's get true. out. That is, that is what happens to yeah. him, actually. I don't actually know the premise, except that there's a bubble. That is the premise. That's it? <laughs> yeah, there's a premise. It's the don't bubble... Get I think we've it's talked like about this. It's like a force field. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. Not that. Someone's going to think this is a, a rerun, much like they thought when I did the uh, Sean Perry story yeah. for the second time. And some people were like, what's going on here? I've, I've already heard this episode. No, nope. no. Nope. You just wanted to tell the story again. I just like telling that story. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, fourteen thousand seven hundred dollars in the pot, and I we mean, have uh, infinity players in the hand. I'm so upset with DC lawyer right now with all that money in this. Is, pot. I think we have six players in the hand. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is that true? Six or five? One, two, three. There's three people just from the blinds. It's six and straddles. Yeah. It's, yeah six. It's, it's six, and then three before. Yeah. All right, the flop is 10 of diamonds, 3 of diamonds, 9 of spades, and I'm going to tell you who that matters for because I'm sure it's hard to remember. Well said. Um, Tiger sort of likes the flop, but not really six ways. He's got king jack uh, with one diamond, so he's got you know two overs and a gut shot. A queen, a queen will make him the nuts. Yeah, that's, that's good, but it's not amazing in this spot. Wesley's got nothing. Oh, no, Wesley has the open ender, sorry. Um, it's Michael who has nothing with ace, deuce of spades. Wesley has open ender with queen jack of spades, so he's got backdoor spade draw and the open ender. Mm-hmm. DC lawyer has flopped basically nothing. He's got ace high. He's like, I'm so glad I called and didn't shove here. Yeah, Garrett's got the nut flush draw with ace five of diamonds, and JR has middle pair with his king nine. Um, everybody checks. Yeah. Should anybody have bet? I, I have one pretty clear answer. Let's take a look here. So let's just go over the hands because there's so many DC lawyer has to check. He's the first guy. Yeah. The next guy up is Garrett with ace five of diamonds. I think with this many people, it'd be very strange to bet, right? Yeah. Now. You could just check and yeah. probably just call. Yeah. I think usually we're just calling. Um, the next guy is King nine. I don't know why he would bet. That doesn't make any sense. The original razor has King Jack two overs and gut he's shot. checking ace deuce of spades is checking. So we're down to Wesley on the button with Queen Jack. He's got the overs and the open ender in the back door. Um, the reason to check this is only because you're worried about getting check raised, right? Otherwise, we can bet this. We can build the pot. We can always check the turn. I think there's even an argument for shoving. How much money does he have? He started with 30K, so he's got oh. like 28 in front of him. So he's got two pots. Oh, geez. Oh, he should bet. You're right. I, I forgot that he's so yeah. short. That's completely different. Like, we can ha- we're happy to get it in right now. I don't yeah. know if he needs to shove, although shoving's okay. I think shoving might be better than a normal bet. He could bet big. He doesn't have to... He could bet 10,000. You'd rather have him shove? 
Yeah, why, why do you want to do it your way, and then well, I'll explain what, my Well, way. what do you think is going to... I guess I'm wondering what you think you're going to fold out at 30000 that you're not going to fold out at 10000 Potentially really Garrett's hand? Potentially Garrett's hand. That is true. Garrett, I think, is calling anyway. Well, Although got, that guy's behind yeah. him. But those guys checked. Yeah, I mean... I think Garrett's calling. Is it right to call? He's got the nut flush draw. I know that. There's is a lot of money in there already. I think it is right to call, isn't he? I mean, how much money is in the pot? There's 15 k in the pot. The guy's going to shove thirty. So Garrett's going to, it's going to be 30 to win 45. We got two streets. We may, once in a while, we've got him completely crushed, right? Turns out, I mean, we do have the spades. Covered. I guess, I guess once in a while we do have him completely crushed. That's good. Oh, spades. Sorry. Spades isn't an issue, but Garrett has diamonds. Having him completely crushed is the reason to do it. And, the, and him taking this line where he shoves means a fair amount of the time he's going to have that draw. Like he's going to have a big draw a lot, right? Not always, of course. You would expect that it, you would also put, um, like your two pairs, like your nine, ten, or your set of threes in that range. Really, a set of threes, I don't think shoves that off in two yeah. x pot. I, I think this is why I like the ten k bet more. I just feel like it's a little less face up well, for, in okay. terms of practical like reality. What if DC Lara is ace ten? That hand might fold for an all in, and I mean it absolutely should. Maybe not. Maybe not. That'd be crazy. I mean, it might. He didn't shove before, but that would be like a really weird. Okay, bet. but what's the value of betting smaller? Okay. Um, I think just that it's not so face up. Besides that, it probably all plays the same. But we probably it, get a little more fold equity if we shove. I, I don't see how we couldn't. But yeah, and I think that matters. But, we're willing to get it in any way. Yeah, I just want to protect the other times when I bet. And so, like by shoving two x pot, it's just not something I'm going to do very often. I mean, this is an unusual situation. We only have two pots in a yeah. cash game that was just a raise and a bunch of calls pre flop. That's true. That's true. It can't be that bad to shove. Like, no matter what, it can't be bad. I think both, both options are fine. Um, I guess I just, I generally don't want to bet 2x pot out of nowhere like this because I worry that I'm never going to be balanced enough. And, I'm, and there are enough good players at this table, i.e. Garrett, who are going to probably have a good Rolodex of if I've ever done this before and what that means and be able to read into it. So unless I'm doing this with a hand like pocket threes, which I just don't believe most people are actually doing, maybe they are. But I don't believe it. And I don't believe two pair almost ever does either. I think they usually bet like 10,000. All right. Let's for a second assume that you're you. You're not Wesley, okay. right? So I don't know what reason happened that made it so you were this short without okay. topping up, right? Because you would have topped up before this. Of course the, I would. But maybe I, was, maybe I just lost a hand right. second ago. Right. And so I you just lost a hand a second ago. But usually you're going to have at least 200 bigs. Yeah. Right. In a game like this. Of course. Um, but okay, here we go. So the situation is extremely rare, and it's not going to be something that Garrett right. can use against you in the future. Right. So I don't think balance is as important as you're making it out to be. I think it's just what in practice makes the most sense for this exact hand. Got it. Um, I personally still wouldn't shove, but I would effectively shove. I probably would bet like sixteen five. It's Why? all the same. Why? Just because it looks a little less desperate. Does it matter? Um, it might. It might. Maybe I can fold out a 10, that I, maybe not ace-10, but a 10 I, that I wouldn't be able to fold out otherwise, you know? Um, maybe. I think looking less desperate is a good idea. I don't know if I'd buy possible. it. I don't know if i buy that. It would look less desperate. I mean, does it matter anyway, though? If it's, if it, if it's all the same, it's all the same. Yeah. Right. Oh, you, but you're saying you think you can get maybe more folds by shoving. Yeah. So it's not all the same. Okay, that's your point. Also, there are some scenarios at a table that have players like DC Lawyer at it that, like, maybe you get called, and there's super awkward turn spots. I mean, it's not. It's almost never going to be that awkward with overs and the gutter. We're just always putting all the money in. Like, what card is coming that we're not going to put the money diamonds. in? Ace of diamonds. Ace of diamonds, and he checks. Yeah. Don't we have an easy, an easy shove? I guess he might find some folds. I guess that's a that's a could be a scary card for him. We could have the nut flush draw. 
Yeah, I mean, either one's fine. But what do you think about yeah. the idea of betting versus checking? Because mm. it seems like we're probably fine with checking, but are we fine with checking? I mean, the if do, we don't really have... I, I guess the reason why you want to bet so big is because I was just going to say, like, we don't really have much fold equity, yeah. but betting big enough, maybe we do, right? Yeah. And that, that's where you're coming from, which does make sense. I don't want to bet if I don't think we can't get everyone to fold at least some of the time. That's right. why I was saying bet bigger, like yeah. 10,000. I think that might be enough. Um, I'll grant you 30,000 should get through more now that I, as we're talking it through, like, I don't see how it couldn't get through more again. It might, someone's radar and antenna might be like going off a little bit because of that. But with all the people behind them, usually it makes it harder. If we're going to go all in on pretty much any turn anyway, there's no real reason not to shove, I think. Except to, and yeah, in that case, that's true. As long as we aren't normally playing with 30 K yeah, and like, we're actually in the situation sometimes like a reasonable amount, then there is right. Because then we're going to be wildly unbalanced. It's going to be too easy to read us. And let's not forget, this is a stream. Everyone is going to see what we have. Yeah. So they'll be able to read us in the future if we're, but if but if we're normally topping up, which I don't think DC or not this guy is sorry, it's not DC or it's Wesley in this case, right? Wesley, you, you just wouldn't assume that people are, are topping up who aren't topped up, exactly. Right? Yeah, like that's just not how it works. Like you watch Garrett lose a hand, he immediately reaches into his pocket and is calling for chips, right? Because yeah. he knows. Um, so so I so like because of that, now I assume we are going to be in this spot more as Wesley. So then I do have to worry about balance against guys like Garrett and company at least a little bit. That's fair, but if if you weren't gonna have to worry about that, if I wasn't gonna have to worry about that, fair enough, fair enough. I'll but grant, anyway, I'll grant you a shove seems fine to me, and probably is a little better than the sizes I'm saying, if that's true. But I don't think it's almost ever that that situation. Anyway, this is born of the discussion of if checking is because yes. is a good idea because we don't think we have enough fold equity when we bet with just queen high, right? I mean, it's hard to get five people to fold. It's it is, but really but we did get to act last, which is a huge benefit here. I don't think that I would make this argument if Wesley was in like the spot that Garrett's in, even mm-hmm. where two people are left behind, including the original Razor. He's he's seen everybody check. I mean, the good thing for us is we're short enough that we just can't be that hurt by betting, and no matter what size we choose, it can't be that bad, right? right. Like unless he's playing with his whole bankroll, in which well, case that's a huge mistake. Well, that's he's, yeah. He's out. He's in over his head no matter what. Yeah. Then. He's, he, this isn't going to work out well for him no right. matter what happens in this hand, right? Um, if that's his thought process, if yeah. that's where he's coming from, uh, his decision-making. Uh, so I don't hate a check because I worry about fold equity. If we're going to bet, we should bet big. Huge is interesting. Um, big is, to me, fine. Uh, maybe huge is better. But the question I guess we're really getting to is, is it better to bet huge or is it better to check when we're, there's yeah. only five more guys? That's ultimately where we're at. I guess I'd want to just put in a big bet here since, like, let's win this pot. This pot is worth winning. Oh, yeah. This is worth it. And it's okay if we get action. We have a good hand to get action with. Yep. This is fine. We're going to win a lot. We even have the backdoor spades. Yeah. In case we get called. Yeah. So I, want, I, want, I guess I want to bet. So let's bet big. I want to bet somewhere between pot and more. You want to bet 2x pot. Fine. Yeah. They're both going to do pretty well. Yeah. Although I don't hate the check. Uh, I think Neither. I think we can get action if we get there a little bit still because it's like people aren't going to put us on queen jack that much and, and a king is one of the ways that we get there and that's going to be all over some of our opponent's ranges. You would think. That's true. That's true. Of course, a queen or a jack could be awkward for us. Hitting, yeah. hitting a top pair type hand where that makes other people straights and other people two pair. Right. We're going to have to tread very carefully yeah. if we don't make the nuts. At least we get the button. And you there's know? also diamonds out there. So we only have six cards to the nuts. But yeah. it's a free shot. I want to bet. Yeah, betting is better. Now that we did all that, we don't have enough outs to, to not take a shot right, right. here. Anyway, everybody checks. Okay. 
and you should check your own pulse if you're not already on nitrogen <laughs> sports. You better call a doctor. Yeah, that was a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Nitrogen sports where they don't let the dead play. So <laughs> if, if you're a zombie, you're out. So check your pulse. And if you feel something there, you're like, damn, am I on? Let me double check. Am I on nitrogen? Did I use the link in the description of the Poker Eyes podcasts when I signed up? Because if I didn't, I might as well be dead. What's the point of what I'm doing with this whole life on this crazy globe over here? Don't you want a little bit of happiness for yourself for once? Can't you? Like, I know that you feel like it's just never going to get better, but guess what? Click the link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's how you go from Cue your... the Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> In the eye. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's how you go from the existence you currently have the existence you've been wanting. Which is when you've registered for Nitrogen Sports <laughs> using our link, which grants you access to a monthly tournament, which is a cool tournament. It's to 50 uh, millibit guaranteed every month, yep. yo. Last Sunday of every month, you could you could check that out. You could check out the sports betting, the casino games. Clicking that link also gets you access to March Madness pools that are free to you, but you can win stuff. That's cool. Also, uh, Survivor Pool for NFL, stuff like that. They do that for you because they, they love you. They really do love you. They tell us about it. It's weird. It, Actually, it's a little It's too much because they, they, they find out who all of the listeners are with yes. their extremely good technology. They know where you live and all of your family and everything like that. I know it. One, one person who listens to this podcast regularly who's very upset that you're even making that joke right now. Yeah, but the, moving on. <laughs> whatever. They'll be fine. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Please continue. Um, so <laughs> we, we get texts from them like every yeah. minute just like, I love Jeremy from Oklahoma. Well, I love Carl from Ohio. And it's just all of the different people that listen. And they, they, it's too many texts. And we get it, Nitrogen. You love them all. Nitrogen actually has been DMing me on the side, letting me know that they're also um, now really into Facebook. And so they're like seeing all these photos of you guys. <laughs> they're like definitely stalking you on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Don't it's, worry about it. They're benevolent. <laughs> it's, it's public-facing photos you're putting out there. So you're sort of saying anyone in the world can look. And believe me, Nitrogen is looking. <laughs> Again. But not in a creepy way. In a... In a not too creepy, anyway. Again, none it's of not this. That creepy. None of this is true. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually among the most anonymous things you can do yes, on the internet. That's uh, it's, one of the jokes. It's like, yeah, like everybody. You can just have the same name as everybody else if you want, which is Satoshi, or you can do do what you want with your name. But all all that's required when you sign up is an email and a password, yep. and you're all set to go. You can fake the email. It's easy. I mean, you have to have an email, but you could get a new email just for that. Of right. Course. If you're really worried about all yeah. that stuff, you're welcome to do anything. So you're sort of the point is it's funny that we're saying all this because they don't know who you are and they don't care about you. Yeah, they they <laughs> to you you to them you're numbers. <laughs> to us too, really. So wow. thanks, thanks for being our numbers, guys. Ouch, ouch, dude, you're really hurting us. Right hey, now. the ones who participate in Discord, they're a little more than numbers, you know. They're 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 also letters. Yeah, <laughs> I see I see all the letters that they put in the internet. Yeah, and then I, I respond. Well, with we my see letters. their names. Yeah, yeah, um, that's good. Well, you know, you you often insult the listeners. You've done it again, and this time I think you may have gone too far. And I think they may finally rise up against was, you and take the revenge. If it's true, can it be an insult? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. You're all weak. <laughs> Say something nice to the listeners. You you be the nice cop. You know, without you guys, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be doing this. Our lives would be completely different. And we really appreciate your listenership. And uh, we also appreciate that we've created this community that you're a part of. That's actually really nice and all true. Yeah, it's all very true. Very sincere. So I'm going to have to counteract that. <laughs> good. And good. say that the listeners of this podcast must be the dumbest <laughs> bunch of people no. that I've ever encountered. Come on. No, of course not. Don't say that. You're obviously all smart, or else why would you listen to us? You've gone too far, and then you over, and then you swing the pendulum too far the other way back, and they don't believe that. I'm trying to either. wreck the universe. <laughs> <sighs> 
Well, at least they had that one sincere, sincere moment from me. That was a sincere moment. It was. It was nice. I totally tapped into that. And, and I don't real. think our listeners are dumb. I would guess that they have a higher than average intelligence. <laughs> Great. Well, that would be not dumb. Yeah. I would guess that too. I mean, they're listening to us. As you said, they're poker players. We talk about complicated stuff on this show regularly. If like you listen YouTube, to the show. Like YouTube views. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about YouTube views. Do, do Skittles actually taste different from each other or not? I mean, do the blue Skittles taste different than it the is, red Skittles? It is kind of weird that they have different fragrances, but not different tastes. Well, the thing is that a smell also informs taste. So I know, well, even when you said it, I was thinking about that. I'm like, but does that, how can, if they, if they smell differently, shouldn't they taste at least a little bit different? But maybe, maybe technically... Taste is one thing. It's, yeah. You can separate them out truly. And the, so, like, but my experience of it, because the fragrance is different, actually makes it feel like the taste well, is different. Well, based on my cursory reading of that little oh, yeah. article, this is based on a study they did where they did blind taste tests. And they, there was no ability to identify based on tasting, but by smelling, people could identify colors with some frequency. Mm, you mean Skittles? Skittles, yeah, yeah. Skittle colors. That smells like magenta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I think we finished this nitrogen ad. I, I think, think it's over, I yeah. I think it's time to move on. Get on there. Uh, we're going to timestamp when the nitrogen ad is over now, too. No, we're not. Okay. That's just going to have to be somebody's pain. Yeah. All I right. mean, or, or delight. What a wonderful four minutes that was. All right. Ten of diamonds, three of diamonds, nine of spades. Yes. Everybody checked. Still 14,700 in the pot. The turn is the king of clubs. I'm going to tell you who that matters for. Okay. That matters for uh, the original opener, Tiger, a little bit. He's got King Jack. Sure. So that's that's fine. That's yep. pretty good. Ace five of diamonds for Garrett shrinks up a little bit. You know, it's not so great. Um, when the king comes, you're less likely to have fold equity, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Um, king nine for JR in the straddle. Yeah. He's got two pair now. He fought yeah. middle pair. He turns two pair. And Wesley, of course. With the netters. Made the nuts. The netter butters. I wonder if he would have gotten called if he jammed by... Garrett, because that'd be the only person who could call him. I think Garrett probably calls because the, the guy after him is the original Razor, who's almost certainly falling. The people after the one, there's only one guy left, yeah. and that guy checked when it was checked to him with all these people. He neither of those guys almost ever has a hand they can call with. Yeah. So I think you can really comfortably call there because you know you're almost always getting folds behind you. Yeah. Anyway, so this is pretty good. Having the nuts for Wesley anyway yeah. is good. And you know, uh, the guy with King Nine, who is that? What's his name? That's Tiger? JR. Bill? JR. Um, JR's got outs, at least. And uh, Tiger, who opened the King Jack, has got uh, chop outs. Good for him. Something. He can get right. a queen. I don't know. There's two queens left. Instead of writing DC Lawyer checks, I wrote SC Lawyer Jacks. So <laughs> <laughs> SC Lawyer Jacks. <laughs> and that was, and he had, they had to be removed from the casino for doing that at the table. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's Hustler Casino. They're not allowed That's to true. jack anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How is that not a thing people say? I, did we just come up with something? I, I mean, you did by accident, but yes, I think so. I, I like that a lot. Anyway, DC Lawyer checks. Okay. Garrett checks. Yes. Is, do you think he would have bet were it a deuce of spades? I think he might have bet only to set his own price uh, rather than not. But yeah. I'm not totally sure. But that's my guess is he'd be like, I'm calling anyway, right? If someone bets, unless they bet some huge amount. So why don't I bet like 40% of the pot? I acknowledge I'll get a few callers. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And then I can sometimes try and steal it on the river and sometimes I'll make the nuts. Yeah. Do you, are you okay with the check though? Also. I think I think the check here makes perfect sense, and yeah. I would I can't really imagine betting into five other players when on this board with this hand. Yep, seems like a he bad idea. Not flush draw with nothing else going on. By yeah. the way, for like, those who don't too remember, many, too many people. Jr. is the guy in the straddle with the king nine. He's got two pair. Yeah, on the ten nine three king two diamond board. Yep, this seems like an auto bet. It feels probably. Like- 
it's so hard to imagine you don't have the best hand based on everybody checking the flop and Garrett, and those guys checking again to you. The only one you could imagine is Queen Jack, really, that, that's beating you. But even Queen Jack, you'd mostly think was going to bet. Yeah. So right. like, but that seems more likely than King Ten, for agreed. example, or King King, agreed, or a set. Yep, the, a flop set. It just seems like we're just in great shape here, and of course we have to bet. Yep, he does. He bets kind of small though for the wetness of the board and the amount of people in the hand. He bets fifty four hundred into fourteen seven. I think I would like to go Ugh. bigger. I don't understand why. Is he afraid? It feels like almost like if I get raised, I might have to fold. I don't know why he would bet so small. He should bet at least ten thousand here. Right, I mean, if you bet, the more you bet, actually, the more you can fold to a raise with a hand that's really good. That's true, but yeah. also, like, we, why would we give, all, as you mentioned, all these hands a shot so cheaply to, like, outdraw us or chop with us or whatever? Actually, not chop with us because we've got king nine. But there's, like, queens, jacks, spades, all terrible. Yeah. Board pairings could be bad. Other cards could be bad that we can't see, like... I mean, people might call with, like, DC Lawyers type of hand that it's hard to know what to... What to be avoiding. Totally. An yeah. ace could be bad for us also. That could make aces up. Like, yeah. why would we give anyone a shot to do this? feels like such an obvious, at least two-thirds of the pot bet, maybe even more, maybe 80%, 85%. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand this decision. Yeah, I agree. All right, as Tiger, yeah. with everybody left to, to act behind, do you think you have to call with King Jack? Oh, man. It's so cheap. We do have a draw to the queen as well to make a straight, but that you're not going to get any more money on that. It's just direct equity. Yeah. There's only one guy behind us who hasn't acted yet this hand. It's only Wesley. The no, other it's the guy, other guy still there. He, they just all checked the flop. The ace, deuce of spades. Oh, the ace, deuce of spades. So there's two guys behind yeah. us. It's not great. It's, I think it's cheap enough. Can, there's $20,000 in the pot. We have top pair, reasonable kicker, and a gutter. I don't see how we can fold for 5400 I think it would not be absurd to fold. But the, the price makes it not absurd to fold. If you bet 9000 I think we could kind of fold yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think so. I, this is, and this is, goes back to why one of the reasons why we like betting more. Like, this is just one guy. Yeah. But, like... But he has tens, jacks, and queens against us. Sure, exactly. Yeah. And that's not even talking about spades, which, by the way, are a problem for us. It's diamonds, sorry. Diamonds yeah. for Garrett are a problem for us, too. Which, how can Garrett call, fold for 5400 yeah. So anyone with a flush draw is going to call now, too. Straight draws can call. Like, so many things are going to be able to call at this, at this price. And, like, if we bet 10000 I think it's very hard for him to call with all the people behind us. Yep. Very hard. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really get it. Also, this is um, the guy who's betting is a guy who checked the flop before we acted. So he could be have been, quote, checking to the razor, as opposed to the guys who checked after him. I know it's six-handed, so it's less, yeah. less in play, but matters a little bit still. I think that stuff still plays a little bit, where the blinds are more likely to check their stronger hands, mm-hmm. and the, the other guys behind him are never going to check a strong hand, almost ever, anyway, yeah. on the flop, this many people. Yeah. So it's just yet another reason to like bet bigger, I think. But anyway, I think here, I think we're supposed to call for 54. All right, so that's what Tiger does. He calls with King okay. Jack. Michael folds his ace, deuce of spades. Good job. All here right. we are. Wesley, feels like it's pretty easy now, right? Just put the rest in, basically? Sure. I mean, there's 25,000 in there. We have 30? We have 28-ish. Great. Yeah. We basically have a pot back. It's, if everyone folds, that's totally fine. We have chops and lose losses, and we don't even know what we're really trying to dodge here. Yeah. Probably everything, and in fact, it is kind of everything. Yeah. A queen chops right now, a, a diamond beats us, a king or a nine beats us. Yep. 
That's kind of a lot of the deck. That's like 40% of the deck, maybe a little less, but it's, still. Yeah, and also, why don't we get more money in when people can call us versus when like another scare card comes, which maybe we don't even want to bet on, but let's say we do, yeah. we might not get action. Yeah. By the way, that's definitely not 40% no, of the it's deck. Not. I way over, way over it's like 31% of the deck. It's fine. But who cares? It's fine. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know why we wouldn't put in a raise here, and all raises are completely committing at this point, right? Like, yeah. We have 28,000. A normal raise would be like 16, 17, 18, whatever. It's all the same. It's kind of weird to leave yourself with that much back after a raise. Yeah. I mean, you could decide to do it if you wanted, but I I agree. Might as well just shove. We get called fine. We don't get called great. We just almost doubled up here. What do you think about the idea of calling with Wesley's hand? The only good thing about calling is we're on the button. So, yeah. I mean, we get to see if one of the bad cards comes. Oh, no, not for that. So that way we can just, like, um, make sure if everyone suddenly checks the river because they don't know anymore what to do because there's so many callers. Like, there's already three of us now, right? So the guy who bet um, may not feel like he can bet again. Yeah. Right? Um, but we can make sure a bet goes in on the river because we're on the button. Like, we can get the rest. We can at least put the rest in. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I would much rather just shove now. For yeah. sure. Yep. I like, agree. As you often like to say about straights... You know, we don't block made hands when we have a straight. Except right? for straights. Okay, fine. Yeah. But that's okay. We have the nuts. Yeah. So, like, that's not a problem. Oh, in fact, it's good to block other straights. Yeah. Right? Um, also, as you like to say, this is really what you like to say, is uh, you can't improve. Right. We definitely can't improve. Everyone else can mm-hmm. so far, right? Yeah. Like, why would we let them, why would we give them a chance to improve? I well, don't know. Wesley decided he wants to. Okay. He, he just calls. All right. Not, Feels- not in love with it. No. Not in love with it. DC lawyer folds. I imagine he could have found a. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do in general, but if he had a hundred k in front of him, he could have found a call with the ace queen there. Yeah, he's getting s- like six to one, but yeah, he just doesn't have. Like, I think he's wise to know his ace is probably not enough. Yeah, and he's right. Yeah, but the gut shot would be enough if he were deeper. Yep. Because JR, yeah, because Jr. the original better has a hundred twenty four, and Tiger's got a hundred k. Like, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. But not when DC lawyer started the hand with twenty k. I mean, you can't really get any more money even if you get there. Like. Like, yeah. So there's really no implied odds. Um, I guess that's true. So, so that doesn't matter. But I think it's. A, I think he needs to fold. He like, folds. Yeah. He folds. All right. Garrett has a slightly interesting decision here. Yes. Could put in the big raise. Yes. And I think a big factor in why he doesn't is that Wesley has called exactly, and Wesley is like never folding. Right. You would expect. Although who knows? It feels hard to get Wesley to fold here because he's put in. What? He's putting a big chunk of his stack. He's got 22K remaining. He, he might have some folds there. You know, he only called... Like, if you look at it from the point of view of stack to pot... No, sorry, bet to pot, not stack to pot. Like, okay, he's only got 22-something left, but he might have, like, turned to king. Maybe we just think he, we can't fold out a king, though. If he has queen 10, no, he probably bets that on the flop. Nope, it's hard to get him to fold. Yeah. Um, still... A big check race here looks pretty strong. It does. It's quite a parlay, though, to, to fold out all three of these guys. Yeah, but you figure the first two guys are going to... Well, the first guy, only about 5,400. So either he's got the nuts or he's folding, right? Not necessarily. I mean, he might just have a sizing thing where he bets Yeah, like okay. This. That's a really good point. I mean, point. he bet a, a very vulnerable hand yeah. in a multi-way pot this You're size. Right. You'd You're right. We would have bet a lot bigger, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's... We're also getting an outrageous price to call here. Right, there's thirty one thousand dollars in the pot. It's fifty four hundred to call. Yeah, so we can just take our immediate odds. Our ace is going to be. By the way, our ace is good if it, it comes. It is not. It is not good, but <laughs> it'll look pretty. You're right. There's a two pair out there and a straight. <laughs> our ace is never good. Um, 
Sorry. Good, good job. Good podcasting. I was, I was just thinking about the Ace Queen not being in there and how great that was, but that doesn't help us. Um, we're getting a great immediate odds, though, to call. Like, yeah. So we don't need to make another dime in this pot. We can call and print money, basically, um, just by calling and seeing if we hit our, our flush mm-hmm. and don't have to do anything else. Yeah, that's, that's a totally reasonable plan. So it's fine to call. Yeah. That's what Garrett does. Okay. I think I like it. I, I think I like to. It sucks to be out of position to everyone. If we make the flush, I guess we have to we bet. We just have to bet, yeah. And hope someone calls. Wesley probably will call. With the straight, right? Who knows? I don't know. But it is hard to get called unless someone else has a flush. But yep. whatever. As we said, we, we're getting good enough odds. It's okay, even if no one calls. Yeah. I think what outweighs the uh, desire to you know, make it so you can get more money when you make your flushes is, is the seeming lack of fold equity on a raise. You need fold equity of if course. you're going to raise with this hand. Of course. So calling, I like it. Pot's 36,300 now. Yeah. And we have four players somehow going to the river. Um, which is the seven of spades. Doesn't change anything. The board now reads ten of diamonds, three of diamonds, nine of spades, king of thing. I don't... King, king of, of red. Clubs. clubs. King of clubs. Not king red. of black. Seven of spades. Okay. So I guess jack eight gets there. If anybody could have had six eight, it gets there. I don't think... Six eight doesn't seem possible. No, it doesn't. Six eight of diamonds, I guess. Jack uh, eight, I guess, is possible, although you really would have expected to hear from that. On the flop, you would have, but, but more, more. I mean, if we didn't hear from Queen Jack, yeah, maybe JR could have Jack Eight. That's the guy who can have Jack Eight the most, probably. Mm-hmm. That um, seems reasonable. Yeah. So Garrett checks. He's done with the hand. Oh yeah, totally done. Big question: Can JR profitably bet King Nine now? There's three it's, opponents. It's kind of close. Okay, well, let's think about who's who's left in it. We got three three opponents. Well, yeah, Garrett checks. We probably we have often, Garrett beat. We often have the best hand, right? Like I don't know if I agree with that. Jack I, eight does come in. Yeah. Besides Jack eight, though, we should have the best hand almost always, right? You wouldn't expect Queen Jack too often, right? Or or a set, or a set, um, or King ten. Yeah. So Jack eight's the only thing. Now Jack eight does come in. If Garrett checks, can someone else have Jack eight besides Garrett or or us? Well, if Wesley's super loose preflop, yeah. then he could, he I could. guess. Or if, I mean, I guess if Tiger is super loose pre- preflop yeah. and then decided not to see bet, even though he flopped open-ended. Seems, seems unlikely with Tiger. Wesley seems more likely. I don't know, because he started relatively short if he can have it, but maybe he can. Yeah. I don't think we should be too afraid of Jack-8. The question is also, what's going to call us if we bet again, of course, is a, is a real thing. We've got to hope somebody has 10-7 and called the turn. You need, like, everybody to fold to Garrett, and then he just has a king with some, like, king-queen here, and he's, like, decides to hero because some of the, it's like the spades missed, or the diamonds missed, excuse me. Like, that's what you would need, right? It's not going to happen. And I think Garrett's going to fold that a, a decent amount if we I bet th- again. I think he is. Yeah, uh, so I think checking is the right play based on all that. Yeah, we can induce diamonds, miss diamonds to bet by checking. They might not, but it's okay to just, like, tap the table and take our winnings in some cases. Yes, yeah. but also, like, we check here, and, like, sometimes, like... Well, Wesley actually has the nuts. Yeah. Wesley could have missed diamonds, right? I guess. And if Wesley has missed diamonds and it checks to him, it's not crazy to bet, you know? It's like, not. It's a, it's a high-risk proposition, but it's not crazy. Yeah. By the way, not just Wesley. Tiger's is a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Although Tiger's much more likely to bet his diamonds on the flop because he was the pre yeah. prizer. So Wes- Wesley is really the target, I would think, if there's a target. I think the target is to not put ourselves in game theory disaster mode yeah. and also not, like... We're actually, there's no real target except, like, we would love it to check through. That would be perfectly, oh, sure. that would be I'm, perfectly fine. I'm just saying, like, one of the things we get, though, by checking is we get to induce, and we're probably going to make more money inducing than by um, betting for value. 
that's what I'm saying. So then I was thinking about like who's most likely, where are we most likely to get that money from inducing from? My guess is Wesley based on how it's playing out. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So he does check. And uh, yeah, I think that's a good play. Okay. I like that. I like it too. I, it's, it's not, it wouldn't be insane to bet, but I like this better. I do too. Like maybe 910 is out there. No, how could 910 be, exist? It seems so hard for it to be. Garrett could have 910 maybe. That's it. And not check raise. Yeah, he could on the king, not check raise. But yeah, he, I could but see But you, you would think he would have led himself on the turn. He had the option to. He could have. The king isn't. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You'd really expect that he Just would Just like have. we thought king nine is like a half to bet. Yeah. Nine ten is kind of a half to bet yeah. too, right? Yeah. Because yep. really king nine is the only problem there. Right. And who has king nine except for the guy on your left? No yep. one else. Okay. Yep. All right. So, uh. Tiger checks as he absolutely just has to with King Jack. Oh here. my there's God! No, there's no value to be had. He's like checking. Like, is there any chance I win? Maybe, maybe a little bit. If maybe everybody has a flush draw that missed somehow. No, they have like straight draw. They have like you know which straight draw. They have like Jack Nine suited and shit like that. Yeah, Queen Nine suited, Jack Nine yeah, suited. Yeah, I guess Queen so. Ten that they didn't bet the flop because for different reasons. You know, it's not likely, but you can you can always hope. You can expect to lose. once in a while it happens. You go ahead and expect to lose, Tiger. Yeah. All right, Wesley, easy decision now, right? He's got 22,700. There's 36.3 in the pot. You got the nuts. I mean, you better shove now. He does. Thank, thank God. Thankfully. Oh, it's such a relief. Yeah. All my endorphins just went crazy. <laughs> All right, Garrett folds quickly. Of course. So this is the decision that's Here left. we go. We talked about how we could be inducing against diamonds, but is that a reasonable thought as JR? Like, should we consider folding this hand? We should consider it. Yeah. Should we fold it is the question. Yeah. But like, I think considering... Absolutely. This is not an auto call by any means. Um, here's, here's what I'm thinking about if I'm, if I'm JR with the King Nine. Uh, when I checked, the guy I was like thinking I was most likely to call if they put in a big bet would be Wesley. Yeah. Right? If there's a guy, that's the guy I, I would want to bet here, right? Mm-hmm. He's the guy who might be the most desperate too. He's, he's, only, he's got like only 23,000 in front of him. You know, so I may feel like a little more desperate to win the pot. May not be. I don't know if I agree with some, that. Some guys are like that, yeah. I think. Um, but also, when it checks him, he's the guy who's going to have the most green lights, right? Like, everyone's going to check him. If he somehow has missed diamonds, I could see him at least some of the time being like, fuck it, let's go. Like, let me try and steal it. It's, it's crazy not to try when I mean, everybody that's, checks. That's really the crux of the whole thing, right? Yep. And well, it's that plus, are we beating any value? And I think the answer is no. The JR is not beating any value. Seems unlikely. Would would Wesley ever could he could he ever shove with ten nine here? Would he check it? Is maybe the question. I mean, he has to get here with ten nine. It feels impossible. Yes, it does. It feels completely right. He's never checking the flop. The only king seven. And the only thing he can get here post flop with is king seven. That maybe we could beat, but he would have to have called pre flop with king seven. Yeah, it seems not something we should be thinking about or believing in. And he might fold the turn with that anyway. Well, I guess if you're the guy who calls with king seven pre flop, you're probably not folding the turn. Right. But geez, yeah, maybe, maybe some guys do, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we can believe King Seven exists. Ten Nine really can't exist either. Okay, so yeah, so okay, so there's so what value does he have? It depends on how Lucy is preflop because it's Jack Eight and Queen Jack. And those are obvious ones. There's, that's yeah. it. Queen Jack, though, it's hard to give him Queen Jack when he doesn't bet the flop and he doesn't raise the turn. It's really hard to give him diamonds for the same reasons. Yep. But at least diamonds, they're six-handed, and he might decide to take his free card. Although that's the same as Queen Jack, isn't yeah. it? Um, but on the turn, it isn't, because Queen Jack makes yeah. the nuts. And then you'd really expect to raise with all these people. And I could really never give him Queen Jack based on the way he's played it. I would, I would eliminate that holding from, in my mind. You know, 
I would just think like he almost never, he basically never has clean jack here. So I'm like, it's jack eight. Jack eight is what's staring me. Do, do I believe he's calling preflop with jack eight? If I think he's tighter than that, now I kind of want to call, right? Like what, what's he got? So he just has some diamond combo similar to Garrett's that he decided to play this way, I yeah, guess? Yeah, like he's got like, uh, I guess he can have any diamonds because we're blind to Garrett's hand. But yeah, five, six of diamonds. Well, or that's something what I like mean. That. I mean, like yeah. ace five of diamonds would yeah. be a reasonable diamond combo. And he just is like, on the flop, he's just like, uh, there's too many people. I'm not going to try to do it, which is actually kind of what he did with Queen Jack anyway. So he's capable of that. Yeah. And on the turn, he just calls because it's cheap and he thinks he doesn't have fold equity. And he's not deep enough to maybe, he thinks, get people to fold if he shoves. And uh, now he's like, fuck it. Everyone checked to me and uh, I'm definitely going to lose if I don't bet. I can at least make it. I can. I can see that. That happens. This sometimes. is a very. This is a very difficult spot for Jr. Yeah, Honestly, I'm, I'm struggling through it a little bit with how to think about it because every every hand that gets here is played oddly by Wesley based yes. on his stack size. Yeah. So you can't really assign reasons for certain hands. You can try, but like that's a good point. It's it's kind of like okay, do I really believe Queen Jack would get here this way? No, not usually. But do I really believe a flush draw would get here this way? I guess I can convince myself of that because I like calling and I like winning, but that really doesn't seem likely to me either. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree on both those things. And then, you know, we're also assuming if he's going to play those hands weirdly, then can Does we really remove all could sets? He, could exactly. he have a set of 10s? Right, like, or like, a set of 9s or whatever. Like, maybe he checked out on the flop and just called the turn with yeah. that. We don't, like, geez, like, set it of gets threes, tough. Yeah. yeah, it gets tougher uh, and hard to know. Um, our inclination would be, well, he can't have those hands, but... I would never think you get a queen jack either, like you're saying. So what do we do when we have no idea what is going on with our opponent? Well, we use distribution. That is correct. And we, we think about the price we're getting, and, and basically and those we, are the And we doing. use a combination of that and do some subjective math. Yep. That's what we do. Let's do it. So where are we in our distribution? Can I say something before we get just jump into this yeah. piece that I think is important? So Tiger's behind us, yeah. but I think we shouldn't worry about him at all. No, I agree. So but he basically doesn't exist in this hand anymore. I 100% agree. Right. We're like, we're definitely beating Tiger. Tiger's never calling if we call. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Where are we in our distribution? Boy, um, let's assume let's assume that we bet fifty four hundred with the most of our range okay. on that turn. From a made hand point of view, before we get to blockers and stuff, from a yeah. made hand point of view, we are pretty high up in our distribution, right? We yeah. can have king ten. We can have sets. Wouldn't we bet a set on the river? We'd bet a set on the river. We don't think anyone's. Oh well, this why jacket we bet, comes in. Why didn't we bet king nine? Yeah. <sighs> Maybe you're right. Well, we. Sets can get called by two pair that king. Well, it's kind of not that different. It's not really different, is it? No. Maybe not. you're right. Maybe maybe we maybe we maybe we play sets like this. No, I, we probably only have sets of threes and nines. Would be my guess. Because we would we can't have kings, and you think tens is going. Maybe we have to, a little bit of tens, but not a lot, because of the preflop non three bet. Right. Because we could have put in a big squeezy three bet with yeah. tens. We usually are going to not always, but usually we could do that with nines too. Yeah. But you know, tens is slightly more likely. Yep. Um, so yeah, we have like, let's assume we play all the sets this way. Cause we played King nine this way. Okay, fine. Cause we know JR did. Right. Um, so we'll go with that. Fine. So we have all the sets of threes and some version of a third of the sets of nines and tens combined or something like that. Yep. So like five total sets. Okay. Something I'm like fine that. that. We probably bet if we have a straight on the river, right? I think we absolutely do because either way, because we don't think we're up against Queen Jack at all. Right. So if we have it, or if we have, if we had Jack Eight and we turn, we rivered it, we think we have the best hand, and we're trying to get value out of all the other things that could be out. Yeah, Queen Jack also we could have, and we would 
I would think. Of course, that. of course, we would. So yeah, yeah we we're almost always betting our straights. We can throw those out. All right. Um, we could have king ten, which is better than this hand. We can have king ten for sure. Yeah. Beyond that, those are the only hands better than this one that I think we play. I guess we could have. Yeah, that's it. So so the only hand that the only things that have blocker value really are jacks, right? That's or that's the best block. I guess an eight or a queen are also blocker value, but, yeah, but jack, jack is, is like the is the Boss blocker. So it becomes the question is King Jack a better call than this hand? Right. That's the question. Um, I don't think it necessarily is in this case. Wesley isn't repping the nuts necessarily. He has the nuts. He's got less than a pot and he's shoving it when it checked to him. I guess the question though is can we beat any value with King Nine, right? Because if we can't, then it's all the, I don't think the same can. problem. Yeah. Right, because because Wesley can't have nine ten. That's what we talked about before. It's okay. really it's so, really so then maybe like, having a jack is is really valuable. Like Wesley basically either has a straight or a flush draw, right? Right. It seems like it. Yeah. Unless he's got a weirdly played set, but mostly mostly yeah, straight or flush draw. So then having a jack in our hand seems like pretty good. Is would we rather actually have? So then it and it's got to be better than having two pair. Yeah. So king jack is better. So what we're saying is really what should happen is based on all of this. Tiger should call. <laughs> JR should fold. Tiger now has no one else to worry about and has the right, the right blockers. They're yeah. like the perfect hand to call with, sort of. Right? He's got the best pair, top pair with the best blocker. Except that he has a diamond in his hand, which is Oh, uh, that is not as good. Yeah. And by the way, um, so, does, so does JR. He's got the king of diamonds, which... That's different, though. It's a little, it's, it's a little different. Yeah, it's also like, a pair. Yeah, the, the king of diamonds doesn't need to bluff. Yeah, it doesn't. You're right. So it does, that's actually a non, non-factor. Yeah. But so we had this whole discussion. I think it doesn't matter at all. Like if you think about how JR played the hand, his distribution includes so many hands that are worse than the hands we're talking about. Like any king that he would have called with preflop probably plays the same. Yep. Like maybe some even weaker hands. Yep. I think so. So distribution is an auto call. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a clear call for him, even though it sucks a lot. Yeah. What it comes down to then is like knowing your opponent. And if you think mm-hmm. that uh, if you know Wesley and think he's a guy who's never bluffing in this spot, then you can fold. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But if you think he's got any wiggle to his waggle, yeah. then you should just put the chips in and be like, eh, let's see what happens. Yep. And that's what JR does. He calls. So I think he did it all right. Yeah, me too. Me too. So the things we don't like about this hand, to be clear, are pre-flop DC lawyer not shoving ace queen. Oh, my not, God. That was my least favorite thing. Yeah. Um, on the flop, we really thought Wesley should be betting and betting big. Yeah. Uh, with his queen jack. Um, on the turn, we really thought Wesley should be shoving. Yeah. Okay, and then everything else we're fine with. Yep. Okay. Wesley ended up getting just as much value anyway, though. It worked out great. Unless Garrett would have called on the on the turn shove. If he calls, I don't know if JR does. JR probably folds. With two pair? I yeah. Guess. Yeah, maybe. On that board? Absolutely. Yeah, like Garrett, when Garrett calls there, that's terrifying for a king nine. Yeah, you're, you're right. King ten. You're right. I mean. So Wesley probably got the exact same amount of value that he would have gotten. Otherwise. I think so. So. Um, and of course, Tiger folds. We didn't say that, but he does. Oh, right. Now, I guess Tiger probably should call. No, that's only if it's no, 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 no. I'm saying if I was not finished with my oh. sentence, you just cut me off. Sorry, because you're so much of a douchebag. Okay, I, what? yeah, I'm I'm a douchebag. Okay. Anyway, just I'm just needed to hear you. Going say to it. casinos and jacking everywhere. <laughs> that guy's been <laughs> Jack is going to be the new squanch. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's. That is a really squanchy uh, hat you're wearing today, Summer. Um, <laughs> I actually just watched that episode where oh, yeah. Squanchy shows up. And he's like, do you mind if I squanch over there? You can squanch anywhere you want. And then later on, Morty and Jessica open the locker. Mm-hmm. And Squanchy is auto-erotically, he's hanging himself 
and unerotically masturbating. Oh my god! And he's like, I'm squatching it here. <laughs> so that's gonna be the new Jack Grant. As Grant took a drink as I knew they tried not to spit it out. It's really funny to watch. He's still got it. Okay, he's finally able to swallow. Got it. That was good. That was close. I, I, I'm I'm a person who has many times in my life spit out a drink. Really? Yeah. Either either through a laugh or like an unexpected cough. Oh yeah. It's happened to me quite a few times. I would have really really had a great moment if you had spit that out. Yeah. Assuming it wasn't on the equipment. Like I assume it, I assume you would have turned and spit on my floor. Um, but that would have been really funny. Yeah. Holy shit. It was funny anyway. Anyway, that was a great moment. So um yeah, checking everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> checking all over the place. Man. Yeah. So you you were gonna say that. If uh, JR folded, the tiger should call. Um, yeah, I think probably he should. Yeah. Because it's the same situation, and you have a you have the jack of diamonds, but at least it's a jack. Yeah. It feels like a good blocker. Yeah. That was a strangely played hand. Yeah. Turns out we don't really think JR did anything wrong, except for potentially the sizing on the turn. Right. Yeah, yeah. the sizing on the turn we really did not like. Yeah. That's right. And, and uh, he would have gotten in with Wesley on the turn probably if he... If he that's bigger, right? And it feels like Wesley's decisions, they weren't, like, terrible, but I just the flop and turn decisions just felt a little bit too weak and, like, they weren't going to be making money over time. I completely agree. Completely. It worked out this time, but yeah. it's often not going to. And, like, yeah, you're going to get sucked out on too much of the time when you can either get all the money in before you get sucked out on, which means you win more money over time that yeah. way. Um, or you push them out. Yeah. And, you, you know, you get to take the pot right now and kill all the equity, and that's okay, too. Yep. Yep. Anyway, let's check out what the solver had to Oh, no, this isn't going to have a solver. Of course not. Oh, it's you like were saying ways. Wesley this and that, but you're yeah. right. There's no solver. I, I, just, I sent him the video, too. He must be like, oh. this guy's an idiot. This, there's like six players to the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be any solver on this one, so right. we're just done with okay, it. Okay, so we're just going to end the podcast right now. Yeah. It's really long anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it home.